Dementia Researcher with a blog and a rating. Dementia has been a part of our society for at least 1400 years. The word first appeared in recorded literature in around 600 AD in the book The Etymologies by Saint Isidore, the Archbishop of Seville. At the time, the term was used to describe any kind of mental or neurological condition and it remained a very broad term until the end of the 19th century. It was viewed by many as a normal part of ageing. Dementia was actually a really common reason for admittance into the horrific asylums of past centuries. Our understanding looks set to remain ignorant and naive until the emergence of definitive data that dementia was a symptom of a disease and not a normal part of life. In 1906, Alois Alzheimer identified the presence of unusual protein aggregates in the brains of a deceased patient who was suffering from dementia. These proteins would later be known as amyloid and tau, the two main hallmarks of Alzheimer's disease. This sparked a new avenue of research that has gone on to definitively show that dementia is not a part of normal life. It's pathological and nuanced. It can be caused by a wide variety of neurological conditions, all with different mechanisms and requiring different approaches to research and treatment. Fast forward to today, and we've made huge strides with the help of a few significant milestones along the way. The 70s brought the discovery of reduced quantities of a neurotransmitter called acetylcholine in the brains of Alzheimer's patients, sparking research into therapies that could address this issue. Thanks to this, we developed the first round of treatments for Alzheimer's, drugs like Aricept, Exelon, Remnivil, which boost acetylcholine levels in the brain, providing patients with a temporary but still very valuable improvement in the mental function and increased quality of life for a set period of time. The early 90s sparked a genetic revolution with identification of genetic defects in familial Alzheimer's. This discovery led to the development of the amyloid cascade hypothesis, the idea that amyloid is the initiator of Alzheimer's disease, our biggest global cause of dementia. This led to a vast field of research into amyloid-based therapies, two of which have been approved for clinical trials. More on that later. Between the early 90s and now, we also discovered that we could potentially diagnose diseases like Alzheimer's from spinal fluid, and we're working to utilise this as a tool for earlier diagnostics. Pair that with our discoveries around inflammation and Alzheimer's, and it sounds like a success story. However, over 100 years have passed since Alois Alzheimer first described the disease, and that's without the development of any clinically approved drug that actually fights the root cause of diseases like Alzheimer's. That is, until now. In the last two years, we've seen two drugs approved for clinical use to treat the buildup of toxic amyloid aggregates in the brains of dementia patients. Both drugs are a type of treatment called antibody therapy. The first to be approved, Adjuhelm, provided somewhat controversial, with many questioning if it actually worked. However, more recently a drug called Lecanemab came through trials with very positive results. It may be available as early as next year, and it is the first drug to universally be regarded as being capable of alleviating symptoms and slowing mental decline in Alzheimer's disease. I'll cover this more in a future blog, but I genuinely think it's not a coincidence that we've waited over 100 years for a drug to be approved, and two have come along at once. These developments are the result of billions of dollars and decades of laborious research. We've spent years planting seeds and we're finally seeing the fruits. I suspect they're to be the first of a many in a flurry of exciting new treatments. 
I think it's time we added 2022 to our list of key years in dementia research. There's a good chance that this year sparks the start of a golden era of dementia research. We might finally be about to make a huge difference to millions of people across the globe. And I think that's incredibly exciting. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.